Here to discuss the life issues you can relate to, it's Cass on Mikasa Sukasa. Hey guys, it's your girl Cass out here with another episode. It's been a while, I know, but I had to go off for a bit and get myself and my wits back together. But now I'm back with a bang. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And hopefully I'm here to stay for a very, 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 very long time. Yes. Today is the second episode of Saturday Gab and I've got someone really special to me on the show today. So please listen until the end and don't forget to like the podcast and subscribe on every platform necessary please 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 we've got spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, audio mark we are everywhere so please 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 support my podcast thank you let's get right into it guys today we've got rosie on the show hi rose what's up hello <laughs> what's up it's like 6 a.m. in the morning and I I got up because Cassie wanted me to get up oh. and you know it's like she she forces me to do things I'm never mind I'm joking guys she's she's a nice person and it was me who literally got her to wake up at this time I call it ass o'clock in the morning because oh. this is the time usually where I'm like dead sleep but then you know mm. the whole quarantine things going on and i feel like i just started rambling right <laughs> off the bat so i'll stop here <laughs> well i i'm glad you cleared that up just so people know that you know it's not me it's you okay yeah yeah we're like very hardworking, very driven people who like to do things and you know it doesn't matter what time of the day it is we're gonna do it but then mm. not to like you know completely ignore the fact that we were MIA on our channel for <laughs> so long people thought we were dead but no we're not dead oh uh, yeah just how we okay okay for the sake of those who don't know you because I I think almost everyone who knows me knows who you are but for the sake of those who don't know you can you just give a brief intro you know just for that. Oh my god, like this is what I was talking about when I said that this feels like a very formal meeting. And but anyways, I'm just still going to do it like I feel like I'm part of like a K-pop band or something where I have to introduce <laughs> myself and feel sit. I'm But um yeah, so anyone who doesn't know me, hello. Um I'm Rosie. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not my real name, but that's how I go. <laughs> So, um, I'm from Pakistan and I'm studying in China and Cassie is my senior, but she's not my senior at the same time. <laughs> and yeah, so we go through shit together. So it's like we are in the same boat. So yeah. Mm. And um, I love I love music. I love BTS. If you cannot tell, that's written <laughs> on my face. Like I'm going to get a tattoo that says this girl is in love with BTS on my forehead soon. <laughs> so I don't have to say that every time. But if like if you have nothing to talk to me about, then this is where you start. So yeah, oh, I guess okay. that's all I can say about myself. All right, all right. I hope you guys heard her. If you don't, if you want to talk to her, you don't know where to start from. You just just start with, oh, who's exactly. your bias in BTS? Okay, I'm sure that that would keep I know, conversation. Right? Oh, that actually happened to me. Like um, 
I went to see their movie yesterday and I, as I was walking out of the cinema like this random girl just stopped me and the first thing she said was who's your bias in BTS <laughs> and I was like girl you've totally figured out how to win me over exactly. like I could be in the middle of a cardiac attack and then I would literally sit up and talk to you about BTS but then oh my god that sounds so weird saying yeah, that out yeah. loud but you know priorities you get mm. it right like mm. this is what's going to bring me back to life you don't need to use cpr on me just start talking about bts you know you start <laughs> talking or, or bring park jimin or something something's just going to wake yes. you girl <laughs> yes and i was trying so hard not to make this about k-pop and bts i'm so sorry I just had to ramble about them. It's fine. It's fine. It's allowed. It's 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 why it's a podcast, you know, express yourself and all that without a uh, fear of judgment. Which brings me to, you know, um one of the things I wanted to talk about today, um prejudices, uh-huh. yeah. You know, when oh. let me let me define it for people who don't know what prejudice means. It's mm-hmm. it's a preconceived opinion that is not based on reason. or actual experience and mm-hmm. um because we just talked about BTS I don't know I felt like I should bring in this real quick because it's 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 something I get all the time you know when I say how much I they mean to me and how much I like the band and everything and many people don't get that and then they come in my DMs and say hurtful things you know things that are not nice i mean i get you don't mm-hmm. understand why i like these people but you don't have to be so prejudiced you know prejudiced against them and telling me stuff that will make me mad you know just exactly. telling me oh you're standing girls they look like girls they 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 put on makeup they uh, they look so unmanly i mean come on why mm-hmm. if you don't like I something like, it's okay uh-huh true i feel like it has a lot to do with you know i don't know if this is part of the topic but casual racism like mm-hmm. i understand that it's a very loose term and people interpret it in many ways but you know what i feel like us on on a general level and yeah. as a society just let go and let by things you know so like easily like there are so many things in everyday life that we just let slide because mm-hmm. it doesn't concern us personally mm-hmm. but then it could mean life and death for another person for example like you know i would be sitting with my family and you know just like an indian drama would come up right mm-hmm. and they're doing their like indian indian culture things Yeah. You know the the worshiping and all of that and wearing saris and I understand mm. that you know that is also part of my culture because we've been together like the subcontinent we've lived in the same land and we are actually somehow part of the same land. So but then I you know one of my family members would just casually mention how weird it is for them to be worshiping in a certain way or whatever and yeah. i would let it slide because you know even though it's like a major you know thing when you start questioning someone's belief system exactly. and i don't and personally know that you know what that person has gone through like you know being being a hindu being an indian um whatever their belief system is whatever their moral compass is whatever it is i don't know how that helps that person move forward in life yeah. but you know i just take it lightly and talk about you know how 
how weird it is or you know how dumb it looks or whatever yeah and to me it's like you know another casual conversation and i guess the same applies to uh liking you know music or having you know preferences mm-hmm. you don't know what sort of you know impact these people have had on me and mm-hmm. you've not seen the you know dark times where just listening to their music has helped me you know not Whoa. do crazy yeah. things in life right mm-hmm. and you don't understand like in what light i hold these people so it's so easy for people to just come up and say that oh you don't even understand what they're saying like at ultimately mm-hmm. like rm says that it's not about you know the the music like the the beats or mm-hmm. you know just the visuals it's about the message and if i get the message and if i can relate to it then you know and if it makes me live a better life then i don't think anybody has the right to mm-hmm. tell me not to listen to them or you know exactly. talk about them mm. and as far as like you know the looks like girls and whatever i feel like people need to grow the f <laughs> up it's 2020 and you know we should be past the stage where we're judging people based on their looks you know there's so much more to a person than just how they look the way that they have their hair done and i understand that you know since i've been studying psychiatry and psychology these past few months yeah um there is like this you know whole concept of how we perceive things the you know mm-hmm. concept of perception and when you look at something you do not just look at you know particular things at first you take in the whole picture then you perceive it you know its position its you know shape and all of that and, yeah. and scientifically speaking i understand you know when you look at something for the first time something clicks in your head and you start to kind of like you know the rise yourself yeah, with it yeah. you know Mhm. And yeah, sometimes like having long hair could be associated with being feminine whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's but then the point is is it bad? Like the fact that they're still earning more than you. Hello. <laughs> and like they're the number one, you know, billboard artist at the moment and yeah. they're like they're achieving all of this and they're imp- impacting so many lives. They're working for UNICEF, you know, being ambassadors for violence against children mm-hmm. and you know, they're donating money for for like the lesser privileged people all over their own country and then worldwide. And then they've got their whole fan base working in different NGOs and all that. I feel like that is much more greater than your opinion yeah. at any given day. Exactly. And I guess because of that i do not mind but then i i think for people who do this who like slide into other people's dms doing with this sort of intent they should really reflect on what they're doing with their lives you know <laughs> like that time yeah. you spend criticizing someone for their music choices you could have done something more productive and something more like you know help someone or mm-hmm. you know yeah. give away in, in a positive kind of way so it's just mm-hmm. about how you perceive things and how you go about your own priorities and i guess it just really shows what kind of person you are <laughs> and it's not that deep but it's the, it's that deep at the same it time it is it is um yesterday uh Chrissy Tegan lost her baby and yeah came on social oh media God. to talk about it and i i was so hurt on because i don't know how it's even possible to remain strong after all of that and she On a normal day Chrissy talks about her life on social media we we all keep up with her and John basically right so yeah. the kind of person that you know she she 
she puts out what she's going through on social media there is no hidden or you know whatever parts mm-hmm. are. and that is why most of our fans are you know really big fans she shows it like it is and yeah came yesterday she was tweeting on her way home from the hospital she's like going home from the hospital without a baby how is this even real and people in the comment section mm-hmm. were so insensitive oh you're looking for attention oh you shouldn't be on social media tweeting you should be grieving why mm-hmm. do you have to judge the way someone else grieves if social media exactly. is a way of grieving why are you being so prejudiced and telling her she's looking for attention are you with her are you sitting down with her do you i feel like she's telling exactly. people for mothers who have been in this um situation to mm-hmm. feel like they are not alone you know they she's also going through it and it's helping a lot of people and then everyone exactly. like you should go off social media for a while you should how is that for you to decide i was so mad i had to leave a comment in the in one of the posts i'm like if you don't have anything positive to say just shut the f up i can't i know i'm so heartbroken i'm so heartbroken because i followed her through her pregnancy when she announced and then she she kind of let slip the gender reveal and i just i i it was such a joy watching her like stories all the time like there's different influencers pregnant all at the same time and i like i swear to god my my, like instagram stories were all these people (laughs) and i was just like i just felt like i don't know like a grandmother or something checking up (laughs) on my girls who are going through their pregnancies and um especially Chrissy I've always kind of like admired her for her you know the way she is so badass and she just yeah. fear yeah. you know what people think or say yeah. and she's so opinionated about things and she likes to express them she's very expressive she, she's, I, I, she's I always love been her. like that I love I love her yeah real and i understand that you know putting yourself out there your family uh, you know exposing all of that is a huge deal and I don't understand like there should no be no question as to why she's doing it because mm-hmm. you know in in, in their society like there are people in different societies who are not exposed to you know what goes behind that glamour you know people still you know there are people who think that you know everything that you see on social media is just how it is they take it at face value and chrissy is one of those influencers one of those people in 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 you know on in on this platform who have showed us that you know there is a whole lot that goes, goes on, on behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes yes and and i understand that it comes with all sorts of like pros and cons and i guess this is one of those cons uh, where people are just going to take everything that you do um you know as the pr stunt and i am ashamed to call these people and to belong and associate with these people on a human level like oh my god but wow. then at the same time i look at all the positive like you know things people have been saying i just tend to not read the negative comments because it just brings the whole energy down and mm. my heart hurts for her and her family and i wish her a speedy recovery and i hope that you know she can deal with this grief because i don't know i cannot i can never fathom losing a child and just mm. you know having to deal with all of that but i'm so glad that she's got john and then you know her family is so supportive and you yeah. know there are so many people out there who are praying for her 
Yeah, and a lot it, of people. It, it has been very, and I, I love the fact that she's been so honest with everything that has happened. Yeah. Like I was watching her stories, like you know, the other day where she got her first blood transfusion, mm. and she was so amazed was by it. She was like, "It's a, it's a normal ivy, but it has blood in it." And I was like, <laughs> "She's so cute," and my heart just hurts for her. And but at the same time, I saw all those like. you know women coming up and talking about their experiences with miscarriages and just being able to share it with people mm. i saw a lot of women who like who've had miscarriages like years back and yeah. they were like we still remember we're still yeah. grieving and you know just it's just like she gave them a voice she gave them yeah, like a platform did. to talk she about did. these things and i feel like that's such a beautiful thing you know even through her misery it's it we as like as the audience people who mm. are not the ones experiencing it we can't tell how you know hurt she is or yeah. what she's going through yeah. but just being able to kind of relate with her on some level even as a human like i feel like it's a responsibility as human beings to be able to reach out and just you know when you see a person who's hurting you're not supposed to tell them you know this is not the way you should be hurting you should be in I, your room crying your ass out like ugh. like who are you <laughs> like if i want to you know scream at the top of my lungs uh, on a road or whatever it's 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 how i deal with grief <laughs> and i am entitled to it right exactly. and it's a free world like why do people forget that just because you know she has this amount of followers or she's an influencer means that that's all her life is about like <laughs> get your head out of your ass what the hell and it it's um it's something that you know people always see celebrities like they should be this certain kind of way but there is no mm-hmm. they are, before they are celebrities they are human they are allowed exactly. to and vent it is their social media there should be no oh you shouldn't be saying yeah. here or saying that they, you you reveal your true self and all of that and you know the negativity in the world is so stupid and right now mm-hmm. it's climbing i don't know if it's because of the corona it's partly because of it but the trolls have increased and just looking at justin's post the other day about him and hayley and how they are you know there is their one year anniversary and the the most sensible thing would just be to come and write oh congratulations you know and just go but no you got to go into the comment section oh you all are pretending again you all are so Exactly. How sad do you and have to be to do things like that? I mean, I know. I I think I don't know. I've been a believer like literally all my life. My teenage life has been dedicated to Justin's music and everything and I still support him and I feel like this dude has been through a lot. A lot. When it comes to social media, like he was like that was the time his career was a time when social media was becoming powerful and people were finding that you know they've got a twitter account and you know mm-hmm. they've got wifi and they can just you know say whatever <laughs> the hell they want and you know they they started think they started like they started doing that and then stopped at the point where they're supposed to you know be responsible for what they say mm-hmm. you get it so just you know enjoying the privileges of having a twitter account but not taking you know any accountability towards it and um for that he received so much backlash for 
actually like literally breathing for just existing. People were all up in his business over everything that happened. And I understand that, you know, he went through so much and I'm no I'm not I have no right to judge him for it or mm-hmm. criticize or whatever. And I don't want to get into that because, you know, uh he's come out the other way and he's like he's now in a better place and I think that's all people should that's focus on. And I think anybody i feel like you know with mental health problems and especially with drastic sort of like illnesses and whatever and then being in the spotlight i just it's so you know it's so sad and scary that with physical injuries or physical illnesses you know you you go through it you have a flu you you're sneezing you're, you you have like runny eyes and all of that and then you get over it like you take medicine yeah. you you're fine you're cured and people forget about it like yeah. it might even leave a scar you know you could get into an accident you could have like a plaster on whatever and then you would get better you you'd have a proper physical evidence of this illness and people would still choose to ignore it but then on the other side you see a person who's been through depression or you know bipolar disorder or you know personality disorders or whatever anxiety disorders and that's like a label for the rest of their lives. Oh, they've had exactly. a fit in public once. They're mad for the rest of their lives. Even if they get cured, even if they're in a better place, but no, people are going to remember that one single time yeah. this person had an outburst in public. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's so it's so hypocritical of our society and then it's so infuriating to think that, you know, we judge people like that. I don't see anybody <laughs> like, you know, with a chest scar of like a bypass surgery or anything walking around and people being like, "Oh, he's been yeah, through surgery. Yeah. He had a heart attack. Oh my god." Like nobody does that. But it, it, it's, it's just sad. It's sad, actually. Yeah. It is because I mean, you expect people not to grow, but you are growing. You don't expect them to be a different person than they were. I mean, some of these people are truly trying to change to become better people. Exactly. You're not letting them. You're just, you're just so tied up in yeah. the past that you're not even seeing the 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 present. I read this quote that says. Um, you why do you expect me to be the same person i was yesterday okay no not even that um there was this quote that said um we always say this person has shown their worst side or something or this is no this is this person's true self when they do something wrong you know something you feel you consider wrong morally wrong and then you say oh this is this person's uh, true color and someone is like how how come the other parts of the person we're not how do you know that's not their true color and they just didn't sleep this one time and that really got me thinking you know there are people who they are truly good people but that doesn't mean they don't have feelings they don't have depression they don't have anxiety me for for an instance me i'm i'm usually the smiley face and everything but you you don't you don't expect me to always be smiling you know when i post a picture and you know i'm probably my face is not really smiling and people are are like oh, why are you not smiling you know we know you for smiling mm-hmm. you should keep smiling and nobody is asking what's wrong you know why are you not smiling what did something happen only few people ask that the rest just want that image of you in their head to remain that way and exactly. it, it's very sad because when it comes to mental health people forget mm-hmm. that these people are actually going through worse that it's even better to put someone in physical pain 
than the pain that comes with mental health because mental health issues are just really crazy with this quarantine i experienced them firsthand you know in a worse Mm -hmm. form and i realized that nobody is immune i hear people saying oh black people don't get depression black people don't get anxiety and i'm like what well it's not a black or white people thing it is a person thing it is there is nothing like black people don't get what it doesn't make any sense you know people are like exactly. oh black people don't get i depression. i feel what? like i i understand like completely i i had this conversation with my parents once and you know we were just talking about how people in different walks of life like different professions they deal with different sort of like stimulus and you know stresses on a daily basis and obviously everybody has a different um you know threshold for how much stress they can withstand and you know uh, how much it takes to break these people and everybody has a different reaction to certain you know circumstances and all of that but then at the same time you know it's just it's just you know like so obvious that where there is happiness there is pain so no matter what level of you know society you're on if you're like rich if you're poor if you're like middle class if you're you know lower class upper class whatever class you belong to you know you'll have a set of privileges you'll have a set of like you know shortcomings and drawbacks and you know uh, obstacles and it's just it just goes to show that you know every walk of life every person goes through these things and some people are very honest with this stuff like they cannot hide these things for hide. the life of yeah. them and some people are just better at hiding their pain and but that does not mean that they don't go through it don't go they just don't it, like yeah. sharing it with other people i yesterday when i was watching the movie there was this one thing that you know one of the members of bts said uh, in the documentary and um, it's basically one of their vocalists uh, jin mm. and he was talking about how they've made like these personas for themselves that are on stage mm. and you know jin is like a very happy go lucky very yeah. cheerful very like um hyperactive sort of like teenager kid around his like friends and you know members uh, of the group and everything but then he was like when i'm alone it it would be hard for people to believe but i'm a very silent and very like you know introvert sort of person and for a minute in my head i was like i cannot literally make the connection between this like how is that possible and then he's like you know uh, he was talking about how he had this conversation with rm once who was like the leader mm. leader of bts and uh, rm was like you know we make this music and this music helps people feel better mm-hmm. and you know we have such an impact on our audiences and you know he was like if we show them our dark sides then they're going to resonate with that and you know our a primary message is happiness and we want yeah. them to feel happy yeah. we want them to express themselves even if they're sad even if they're depressed but we want them to ultimately let go of that and be happy mm. so we got to show them that you know despite all of that there is happiness in the world and so we have to constantly portray that to them True. and jin was like so since that day since that, since the day that i had that conversation i've been trying my best to mm-hmm. uphold that image of of a very you know happy jin even though sometimes i'm not feeling like that but i do it as a responsibility towards my fans and i felt so i don't know it endured me at the same time it made me feel so bad for him because you know because of his profession and because mm. of the way 
um, the status he has in the society, obviously he feels like he's obligated to feel a certain way. And I feel like that is the yeah, and I think that is one of those major things that drives people um, emotionally, mm. like. Me as as you know as the eldest in my family, I am always you know expected to be responsible. You know, get my head straight. But if, even if you're in a critical situation, I am the person who's supposed to you know be a back support for my parents and as my for my younger siblings as well. And I'm supposed to have all the wisdom of the world when it comes to life. <laughs> and if I am not being that way, I failed as the eldest child. Yeah. And. people do not realize how emotionally taxing this whole you know thing is where you're obligated to feel a certain way right mm-hmm. and i just feel like it's very important that we give each other that space and you know we understand yeah. that everybody goes through different sort of situations in their lives and it's important that they express them and if they express them we should allow them that and, space yes yeah and yeah understand it like i don't expect you to always be talking to me about you know certain things or you know mm. as i don't expect you to always be happy and but i don't expect you to always be sad and the, <laughs> there is a fine line between you know yeah. expressing yourself and then just being like that like that's your general mood <laughs> being being the be like oh yeah. what's they what's they what's this uh, christmas guy's name uh, uh being a scrooge yeah so you're like yeah, exactly. being a scrooge exactly and then i i feel like even then it's as i i don't know if it's if you've experienced this before but mm-hmm. i myself who suffered with depression major depression like for years now um the only thing that i've ever felt very very negatively towards is the way our society treats these things like yeah for one there is ignorance like there is blatant ignorance when it comes to mental health issues right but then there is this obliviousness plus ignorance and that's like worse cuz mm-hmm. some people do not know that you know these things exist or you no, know they these don't. things a lot can of people be, don't Yeah and some people just do not believe that it's it's possible for this to even happen. Mm. And then there are also people who are going to see you going through it and then they're going to be like she's going to get over it. And I just feel like imagine me saying that to a person in a cardiac arrest. Yeah. Like can you imagine I'm passing by a patient who's had a cardiac arrest and I'm just like oh he's going to get over it. Imagine. Can you imagine that? And I know that a lot of people are going to listening to this are going to be like oh my god she's exaggerating it I mean obviously you don't die from depression but excuse you you can actually die yeah and this past quarantine the the suicide rate the you know domestic abuse rate uh, rape cases have you know rape cases are like all over the world right now oh my god the statistics i was looking at them the other day and i, I just as a woman i felt so afraid to be a part of this world the society at this very oh, minute this where i'm not even safe in my own house mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and all of this i don't know like i've said this so many times in the past few weeks i feel like you know i should just like start <laughs> writing about this it's just the fact that these all these abusers and all these people do not just become these overnight mm-hmm. right you don't just yeah. wake up one day one day and you're like oh i'm going to murder someone today for no. lunch that's not how you do it you, these things accumulate over time you know they might like have pushed someone 
at one time and then they like got more courage because nobody stopped them nobody slapped stopped someone yeah. and then over over the time they're like oh nobody stands up to me over this so i can just you know stab someone and get away with it sort of thing so i and i guess like mental health issues also sort of like develop the same way you know you see someone having a hard time maybe over a test stressing over you know academics and you're just like oh whatever you know it's just you know it's going to pass but then you see them you know starting to have suicidal thoughts and you're still like you know she's just being dramatic mm. and then at the end they actually do commit suicide and you're still like oh my god i never knew she was going through so much like excuse me you did yeah she reached you out to just you just to ignore it yeah and you chose to ignore it you chose to be oblivious like i don't know even how that's possible to choose to be oblivious but then at the same time it makes sense to me mm. and i guess during this quarantine I, i feel like there's so much more to all of this than yeah. we talk about or we can- honestly honestly speaking i I've been this quarantine has been the toughest time of my life. I used to think the toughest year of my life was 2016 where I had to start all over here. But this quarantine mm-hmm. has shown me that oh, no no no, 2020 is your th- toughest year because first of all, I've lost so many people this year. Okay, not so many, but mm-hmm. you know, quite a few people. I've lost people and I've not come to terms with it because mm-hmm. I'm thinking it it just doesn't feel real maybe until i go home and i don't see these people anymore and it just hits me but but while i'm here it it doesn't feel real it feels like oh they just went on a trip and they'll be back and i've exactly. i've not come to terms with all of these losses you know and yeah. and i'm also having all these you know troubles the financial problems and everything you know one day i just looked outside and i just started wondering would it just be better if you know i'm no longer here you know maybe people will feel better and one part of me was like kasi why are you thinking like this it's not like i was going to do anything i'm not even brave enough to try but mm-hmm. i won't deny that i thought about it you know and then that day exactly. i was scared you know i looked at myself and i was wondering what happened to you because throughout this quarantine you know being locked up in school for 8 months i've been 8 yeah. months and more because my school still won't let us free free yet and you know the the lock up was terrible because my friends were not here i i couldn't talk to most people and i can't be calling yeah. everyone all the time because people have lives and stuff and exactly. you know you, i realized that oh okay i'm here on my own and i don't understand like what is going on and then again i went to i i i passed that phase of thinking about it and i'm like oh yeah it's done now i'm never going to think about this again and then i think of two months or or two months later about two months later and i had this thought again you know Okay, so I sent Amina a message and after I sent that message, I went to sleep and I put my phone on airplane mode and stuff. She couldn't reach me. So she was panicking so badly. She called everyone. She didn't know a lot of people in the dorm, so she had to call people to know if they know anyone here. And mm-hmm. it was really it was really sad. when i woke up and i saw that she was she was almost crying you know she's like don't do that again and i felt not alone the fact mm-hmm. that there was someone who cared enough to 
actually look out for me and stuff and and it, it was it was really nice you know having people around you having people that actually care about you is is underrated yeah. when it comes to having all of these issues yeah yeah i'm nice a sweetheart you already know how much i admire this girl like she is a perfect human being if there was one mm. and yeah but i feel like having a good support system is very important mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about people who go through these things who are you know yes they need that special attention and everything and i feel like as a friend as a person mm. as a responsible human of you know belong to the society if i see someone going through something hard i would want to reach out and you know i would feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that they're doing better because it's all about reaching out and you know mm-hmm. help giving a helping hand and you know all of that but i guess as a person who would who normally doesn't go through through these things i can only imagine how you know flabbergasting this all can be you know getting yeah. sucked into this misery and just not feeling your best self and yeah people have different you know mechanisms to kind of like coping mechanisms i should mm, say sure. that they prefer to they resort to when they're going through these things and some work some don't work but having a constant sort of like support and you know in the form of your friends or your family who people who re- reach out to you when you're not you know feeling your best and I mean I'm so glad that I have these people in it as a friend I'm I feel like I'm not the best person cuz mm-hmm. um I have very massive sort of like you know mood swings and stuff sometimes and I I get socially drained very easily I have a lot of issues when it comes to my personality and I I I constantly doubt myself as a friend as as a person who's already in like mentally I'm always so engaged in so many things that I some sometimes I just you know ignore people around me mm-hmm. and I tend to sort of isolate myself a lot because of that and I I've lost a lot of friends over that I've lost a lot of relationships because of that and it's always been something that I felt ashamed about you know and I remember this one time I was like sitting down and just thinking about all the you know things hap- happening in my life and you know all the people that I don't talk to anymore and it's not that like i don't miss those interactions i don't miss those people if i've known you in my life at any point just like you know believe you me i would remember you and i would think about you from time to time i'm not the sort mm. of person who just forgets and moves on but then as as a like my personality is a type where i i don't know i just cannot handle heartbreak for long like i i cannot handle being mistreated i cannot handle being put on the back pedal just so that you know you can have your yeah. um sort of you know you just don't prioritize me because i tend to prioritize people mm. but at the same time i have like it's such a contradiction you know it's it's such such a mess because all the people that are in my life right now and the people that i talk to on a daily basis people that i love i want them to always know that i love them but i am so bad at expressing it right so i know mm-hmm. that there are times when i I could do this sort of stuff like I could just disappear randomly but then yeah. just having these people who who stick through that and you know people who understand that you know right now I'm not my best self and they yeah. give me that space you know and they let me be miserable and then yeah. but also <laughs> they know that you know when to bring me out of that when to like you know give me a reality check and you yeah. know tell me that okay enough mopping 
now time that's now it's the time that you get back on track you know you've had enough of this crying and you know whatever now you have to just you know come back to normal and you, sometimes you need that extra push yeah. and for everyone who has that sort of, sort of support system you guys are so lucky and i'm glad that i i have you know people like you and you know my friends but sometimes it's kind of hard because all of us are so far from each yeah, other and yeah, this quarantine it's been hard because it's very hard to keep up because of time zones and obviously since we're home most of us we have other sort of like things to catch up to our families and you know all that stuff so we can't always be in touch like we go by without talking for weeks mm. and like we practically lived together at one point <laughs> and you know it's it's yeah, kind of like hard to hard. wrap our heads hard. around all of that and and I completely understand you know everybody goes through that but i just want people to know that you know there are going to be times when you're going to feel like you know you're alone in this world mm. and you have no one that can understand how you're feeling and you know what people who tell me that you know they understand i call bullshit on that why because <laughs> the way i feel is unique to me yeah and true. nobody not even my parents not even not even my boyfriend not even my husband not even my children none of no one except me can feel like that with that same intensity with that same thought process like everything not even my best friend nobody can feel the same exact feelings i feel i feel But yeah i do understand the fact that people can relate to it and that should be enough sometimes i feel like we expect so much out of the people around us we like we want them to understand how we feel and it's very frustrating you know especially with like people with anxiety or depression we always we crave that sort of like you know um interaction where other people know exactly how we feel but yeah. we we don't get it we can't get it we and it took a long time for me to wrap my head around the fact that if i'm grieving like you you mentioned you know my my way of grieving you've seen me you've seen yeah. me at my worst you've seen me when my grandma passed away and how yeah. i was but then i got out of it like I, i i was not myself for for a week or so but then i i started coming back to life and i think that like you said there has a lot to do with the fact that we are not physically present in our you know with our families and stuff so and we are in a different place so it's easier to sort of like just you know let go of these feelings and as opposed to if we were around and you know we saw it happening so and i completely understand when you say that because when i got back home i could not like everybody else had grieved everybody else had been through it mm. my grandma passing so they they were they grieved they'd cried about it they'd come to terms with the fact that she is not around anymore they moved on with their lives yeah but for me i was stuck in like i was stuck 3 years ago when i left and she was still there and she was in a critical situation and i just expected everybody to like stop for me and you know let me grieve and catch up but nobody like nobody would do that obviously nobody can do that for me yeah and i had a hard time adjusting and i like it really struck me that you know how people perceive different things and till now whenever i visit my grandma's place i just it kind of comes back to me because for me it's so surreal the fact that she's not around anymore cuz i did not see her at all passing away i was not here for that yeah. so in my head i am still not able to wrap my head around it but i really respect the fact that these people around me have given me the time 
to talk about it i yeah. had like i sat down with my sister my sister was closer to my grandma and mm-hmm. she had the same bonding that i did with my uncle and the other day she she was just like having a hard day and then she started crying and then she came to me and she was like just you know talking we had a very you know deep heart to heart about grandma and and i found myself saying the same things that people told me when my uncle passed away yeah. and you know for a minute i was like i don't think that you know if i were in that position at that time i did not like people telling me this so mm-hmm. i had to backtrack and i had to like tell her things that i thought that i should have heard Fair like yeah. heard for myself yeah. you know and i think that was a big re- realization for me the fact that ha- having gone through a similar situation mm-hmm. i could tell that you know in this moment this person needs to hear this yeah. and um even if and i guess it's just about just you know rationalizing you know it's the situation in front of you and a lot of people you know do not have that sort of tact they don't know how to console and this is like a big thing mm. um my whole life like i've literally lost friendships because of this people in my darkest most you know um sad miserable moments people did not know what to say yeah and that really put me off like and i felt like if i were in that situation i would do everything and anything to make this feel this person better, feel better. but yeah. how come they can't say anything nice to me like for once well, you know be there for me and if you can't say anything just you know sit down and just you know not say like, anything silent support yeah just just sit there and let me know that you know and i think everybody wants that mm. everybody craves that and i feel like we should all sort of like reflect on our actions a lot more yeah. yeah and just you know yeah we're going to all have our moments when we're bitching we don't want to talk or whatever but then i am trying so hard to learn to let go of these feelings because i have like a tendency to sort of accumulate and sort of like you know build on these emotions negative emotions a lot yeah, yeah. and you know this cuz you know if if i am pissed off at someone like if someone wrongs me i tend to react very violently like i <laughs> i tend to like cut them off like completely and i'm trying to work on this because i feel like that's a toxic trait mm-hmm. and you know you should be able to give people a chance and you know you should be able to let things cool off and you know think about it and just not jump right off the bat and start you know massacring people and um i guess it's just having a support system is very important and i think everybody needs that in this yeah, society yeah, in this time yeah. in this era you just need to have those true people around you so i guess we should all look out for each other i mean yeah. that's that's what i would yeah, take away from <laughs> yeah all all of this basically all of this talking for this long is just trying to say you need to realize that your feelings or things you say or things you type things you tell people your your views your prejudiced views could be hurting someone else and exactly. the way you want to put a confine on how they feel on their emotions and stuff could also be hurting people so we are all we all need each other in this world you know we we are all connected exactly. in some way so if you know that if you, knowing that you should know that um you should realize that you need to 
be be in solidarity with people not not saying things that could hurt them not trying to prove that you're right you know the way you think is the right way and all of that and you know that's just what this whole long saturday gab is about and exactly. i'm glad yeah. you guys listened until this point because, I know, right? Uh, and I was like, I'm in my head talking through all of this. I was just, you know, Michael Jackson's Earth song was playing <laughs> in my head. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, he would be so proud of us. My baby. Talking about this. My baby. Yeah. And, okay. and even BTS, like, I feel like I ultimately, uh, just to come back to your first point and, you know, prejudices mm-hmm. and everything, what I would like people to take away from this is the fact that, you know, I don't speak your language, your native language, right? Mm-hmm. And for me to, you know, when we first met, like, oh, I, we never talked about it, but then you had your own set of prejudices when I came around. Yeah, like, I girl. did. I did. I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I did. And it wasn't my fault yeah. because all the people I had seen who were, uh, you know, for, people I had met actually from mm-hmm. from Pakistan were different. They didn't think like you. So I was expecting something else and then you showed up with something else and it was kind of heartwarming i can't lie yeah so that brings me to a point where you know yes you might have had some sort of like particular experiences with something but mm-hmm. then we also need to understand that not everybody is not everybody you, do, you yeah. just don't yeah you, you can't just generalize people based on their race or you know their origins or you know their their belief system or whatever you know it's just like me saying that all atheists are like scumbag because they don't mm-hmm. believe in god like no i've seen so many people who might not have, believe in god but they're doing so much for humanity there's they're more humane than a lot of people i see with mm-hmm. belief like a proper belief system with moral you know compasses and you know being extremist and you know killing people and doing all wars and all of that yeah. So it's not about that. You you need to give a person the time and space to express themselves before you start, you know, forming you opinions. Yeah, yeah, I guess that yeah. goes for everything. Everybody. That goes for music. Yes. That goes for people in general. That goes for books. That goes for movies. Just everything. We need to adapt this, like you know, attitude where we take time. Like I feel like it's more because now we're so globalized that we just tend. We feel like we don't have time to like mm-hmm. you know take in you know people that are surrounding. So I always stress when I'm talking about like this stuff with my friends or whatever that we need to like stop and you know. take in everything around us and sort of like process it before we start Please. jumping to opinions and yeah, uh, conclusions and uh, it's with with BTS like i know that a lot of people are going to be like when they're going to hear this they're going to be like oh my god these we're back to this again <laughs> yeah they're just going to be talk this is going to be a whole, a whole lot thirst trap sort of thing for <laughs> BTS but no that's not even we as armies don't talk about them all the time like that mm. yes we talk about them a lot because there's a lot that they say resonates with us and mm. uh people who take their time to understand cuz even with your experience at first i know you gave me all these weird looks and you'd be like well, what, what is yeah, you doing why you look at them because it was a lot yeah. and i felt like it was a lot i i love you know korean culture and everything but i had never been into k-pop and stuff so i didn't really yeah. i could relate i could relate to you know 
Iminho and mm-hmm. all of that, Jichan Wook, and but I couldn't relate to the music because I, I, apart from OSTs, I had never really listened to anything, you know, K-pop. Exactly, but then you took your time, right? Yeah, you gave them a yeah, chance, and true. then you you saw them and everything. And yeah. I feel like we gotta do that. We need that attitude with with everything in life. Mm-hmm. Be it music, be it people, be it situations. I understand that there are going to be a lot of situations in life we're going to be uncomfortable right off the bat but then i feel like it's all about how you carry yourself through that you know and that's what shapes you and that's what makes you a better person and it's all about becoming better at this life you know and because we got one life and we got a rock at it and we all can't be john jungkook but you know we can try So yeah, yeah there's yeah, that. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on Rosie. I hope I have you uh, you know a lot on this podcast because you're like thank that you other so part much. of me that I I don't you know I don't really talk about much but you're that part of me you know. I'm just saying this cuz just for the yeah. sake of us being honest throughout this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me literally on every every uh, I can't talk about every platform that yeah. you own. It's like I'm everywhere. I'm yeah, like you are. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to get married and I'm going to be standing in the back telling your spouse like are you ready for this? <laughs> It's like a buy one get one free sort of deal. Yeah, and definitely. I'm going to be everywhere. No kidding. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm going to be such a cock blocker if I say that we're going to be like, "Oh my god, she comes with baggage." And the baggage name is Rosie. So like, no, sorry. People I'm not that, you know, I don't infiltrate into every aspect of her life. I leave her alone when she's sleeping. <laughs> That's that. There's that. But thank well, you so much for, you know, for just giving me this opportunity to ramble and yeah. you know thank you give people a chance to criticize me for rambling so much mm. but if you stuck through this thank you so much for listening and please support this podcast she's thank an amazing you. person and she's doing so much for everyone she's a very busy bird <laughs> and she ignores my calls most of the time because either she's shopping she's eating or she's recording podcasts So, you know, you got to have set appointments to talk to this woman and very soon she's going to be famous. And then I don't know, I don't know, we'll probably have to put in like a whole list of people. Oh, she's booked till next Wednesday. You cannot talk to her for five minutes. So, that's her well, thing, you know. Well, oh, we we we're, we're, we're going to be famous together, you know. You know, we're, we're together. Oh. oh, yeah, by the way, we have a YouTube channel together. It's called Faux Flame. Mm-hmm. Um and please subscribe to us we please post stuff subscribe. stuff and stuff includes a lot of things and yes there is BTS involved but then there's so much more we talk about mental health um and we talk about we do re- reviews like we review dramas and you know uh, movie yeah. stuff and you know it, it's good stuff you know mm. that's what i'm going to say it's mm-hmm. cool stuff so you can check it out and i hope you like it so there's yeah. that Please subscribe to our channel. Thank you, Rosie. I will see yeah, thank you. you. Oh, sorry, I will listen to you in another. <laughs> Bye. Sorry. Bye. Guys, we've come to the end of the episode. If you listen up until this point, thank you so much for sticking with us. Yes. Thank you so much. Um I know this was a pretty long episode, longer than usual, but it's the first one in a while, so I hope you bear with me. If you like this episode, please share with your friends, with your family, with anyone who 
might be interested to listen i really appreciate all the recommendations i've gotten and all the comments and all the positivity i i live for it thank you guys so much and don't forget to follow the podcast on spotify on apple Podcasts, on google Podcasts, and audio mac encore wherever radio public wherever you listen to your pod on you'd find me there thank you guys so much i keep saying thank you but really i appreciate everything you guys have you know done for me i appreciate it so i'll see you guys in another episode bye